Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP, to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you in part by the leaders in daily fantasy DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SPG to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes every day this week. That promo code again is SPG to get a shot at a million bucks in prizes only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you in part by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace Per Head is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com SGP. The website, again, to start your own sports book is aceperhead.com and use our code SGP. And Three Dog Thursday brought to you in part by Smack Apparel and SmackApparel.com. We've got a special pro baseball offer going on right now. Take 30% off their in-your-face themed shirts for the opponents of the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Cardinals, the Braves, the Angels, the Red Sox. Get it all with Smack Apparel. Promo code MLB2020 will save you 30% off their pro baseball products. MLB2020 saves you 30% with SmackApparel.com. Football fans, it's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close, if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, T.J. Reeves. Ah, yes, we have flipped the calendar to August, and welcome into the only digital radio show that is here week after week, talking primarily about those little guys. The guys that are given less credit. The underdogs, of course, is what we're all about. Now that the games have resumed and analyzing the different lines, the different spreads, etc., etc., good to have you in here. I'm your somewhat capable host, somewhat lucid host, on another edition of Three Dog Thursday. And I've got some guests that are ready to make some predictions, give you some analysis, some humor, some insight. Brian Edwards is coming up from MajorWager.com and Vegas Insider. Brian has got some thoughts on the latest college football news with all these different conferences and what they're going to be doing. UConn has decided they're not playing football at all this year. Of course, the punchline is... UConn really wasn't playing football in 2019 with a 2-10 record and uh, with the fact that they were already going to go Division I independent. So how much longer is UConn even going to have a football program? It is going to be a robust conversation with Brian Edwards on all those subjects with college football. Plenty of NBA, including doggies from Brian Edwards. He likes some underdogs uh, right now in the NBA's bubble resumption of their regular season in the upcoming playoffs. He'll talk to you about that. A bizarre bet involving Major League Soccer and the Cincinnati-Atlanta game in Major League Soccer and how sports books in a couple of different places, including uh, one in New Jersey, took some some really weird, uh, drastic underdog odds and are now refusing to pay out for somebody that capitalized on those odds. Brian will be here to talk about all of that uh, and a lot more when we converse with him 
coming up. Our roundtable will be right after that. Two special guests, Chris Plank of The Plank Show. He's on weekday afternoons in Norman, Oklahoma, all over the state of Oklahoma. Oklahoma Sooners radio broadcast and also on Fox Sports Radio. Love my Fox Sports Radio alumni brother from another mother uh, in Chris Plank. He'll be on with me giving that perspective on the video roundtable. And also Vince Ferraro will be here uh, from the Sports Animal in Knoxville, Tennessee. He's on five days a week in SEC country to talk a little SEC perspective. What is that conference going to do? Playing conference games only. You know, uh, this time last week, we didn't have their announcement. That didn't come until Three Dog Thursday was already out that the SEC says, no, thank you. We don't need anybody else. We're going to play our own conference games, keep all of our TV money, including the CBS exclusive uh, 3.30 Eastern time window uh, of uh, television and ratings and revenue. And they'll probably still end up with at least one, if not two teams in the college football playoff when it's all said and done. Let's just get the games here. So anyway, uh, Vince Ferrara is here out of Knoxville. Chris Plank out of Oklahoma as part of the roundtable. Find the roundtable, not just on the audio podcast, but the roundtable on the Three Dog Thursday YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe on the YouTube page as well for all the videos that we have going. Love the conversation. And Chris and Vince will be with me. Uh, for that coming up. That reminds me as well, subscribe here to the audio podcast. If you haven't done so already, it'll come automatically to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. Jump on board and subscribe. Rate us and review us. More people will find it uh, here as part of Three Dog Thursday. So again, both avenues, the audio podcast or the video podcast, whether you found us through a social media link, our friends at Sports Gambling Podcast and their network of shows, Uh, subscribe to the audio podcast, and then go to the YouTube page. Social media link, whatever. Find the YouTube page, subscribe there. You'll see the videos for Three Dog Thursday also. So we've got a lot to get to here with the games coming up. We've got some positive feedback right now about how sports are doing and progressing. And isn't this a crazy time with all the games during the day, during the week? It is in a lot of ways like March Madness. Yes, in April and May. This is not unusual that we have all the sports at once. All right, that part is not unusual. For anybody saying, oh, well, we've never had this where we have all all these sports at once. Uh, Yeah, it's called every April where you've got the basketball playoffs beginning, the hockey playoffs going on, the Major League Baseball season starting. Oh, the Masters gets played in the same week, one week in April typically. NASCAR races are going on typically that same week. Uh, Big time boxing or UFC also going on with fights that same. So the, the mere premise that, oh, well, wait a minute, we don't usually have this we've never had this we do have this every year the difference is because the nba and the nhl and the accelerated baseball schedule have such a demand to cram the games in and national television partners they're showing the games during the day not just at night so all day you've got baseball and basketball and hockey and now you're going to add the PGA Championship, the first major of the golf season with the readjusted schedule because of COVID-19 and the four-month delay. Uh, really, it was a three-month delay in getting golf back on the course, four-month delay for others. So the PGA Championship out in San Francisco, TPC Harding Park, uh, a rejuvenated course. It's the first time they've held the PGA Championship in the state of California in 25 years, going back to O.J. Simpson's club, the Riviera Country Club, in 1995 when Steve Elkington won it. Uh, Everybody wants to know, how will Tiger Woods do? 
We'll talk about that coming up with Brian Edwards straight ahead with the odds. Brooks Kepka is the favorite. He's won the last two PGA championships. He's trying to join Walter Hagen, famous golfer from right after the turn of the century in the 1910s and 1920s. Walter Hagen won the PGA championship four times in a row. Kepka trying to do a three-peat. No Tiger, no Jack, no Arnold Palmer have ever won three PGA championships in a row. So Kepka, the favorite, other greats like Rory McIlroy and Jordan Spieth, John Rahm, the outstanding Spaniard. How about how about Phil Mickelson played well last week in Memphis in the World Golf Championship event, had a top five finish as a 50-year-old. So all the intrigue of the golf this week, along with the basketball, the hockey that's cranking up. I'm rooting for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm here in West Central Florida. I want to see the Lightning do well. They're kind of in their uh, group play right now with the other highest seeds waiting for the playoffs to begin for them as everything evens out with the NHL and their two bubbles that they have in Toronto and Edmonton as those games are going on. The NBA bubble in Orlando. Baseball has got all the drama about the COVID-19 positive tests and some teams having to be shut down and the schedule being reshuffled. Let's hope they can cram as many of the baseball games as they as they can. I'm not a big fan of the seven-inning doubleheaders. I understand why they're having to do it. I don't know why you can't do day-night doubleheader and play nine innings. Play one game at 1 o'clock, play the other game two or three hours later at 7 o'clock. You don't got to play seven innings in that case. Uh, I think the COVID testing and the positive tests have had something to do with jumbling it all up, but you could still leave the integrity in there. This isn't the softball beer league, after all, playing seven innings. Let's start the runner on second base in the extra innings. There's a time limit on the game. Don't know about that. But anyway, we got lots of subjects to cover, including Tom Brady working out with my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm part of their radio broadcast. We'll discuss that. College uh, basketball, what's going on with some players uh, pulling their name out of the NBA draft? And what does that mean? We're going to cover all of these subjects on Three Dog Thursday. So Brian Edwards is coming up first, doing some handicapping with us. Our YouTube roundtable that you'll also hear here on the podcast with Chris Plank and Vince Ferrara coming up. It is all part of Three Dog Thursday. Happy you are with us. Let's get it all started up. Oh, we got so much to talk about as we've now gotten to August. It's an amazing time, as I was alluding to in the open here on Three Dog Thursday, not only with all the sports playing at once, because, again, in April uh, in particular, where you've got the baseball starting, the hockey playoffs, the basketball playoffs, the PGA Tour, the Masters, uh, for example, traditionally plays. You have this all going on at the same time, usually in April and even into May with the playoffs and that kind of stuff. But you don't have it often in the daytime during the week, making up for lost time. So this is just day and night sports. And a man that loves that is from MajorWager.com and Vegas Insider. We welcome back to Three Dog Thursday, Mr. Brian Edwards. Uh, you've you've had to like uh, put new batteries in the remotes. You've got five different screens going with all of the matinee sports. I mean, this this has been something else, hasn't it? It's been great, and not only just to have action and have day games, and or just to have games, period, and then we also got them during the day. It's just been uh, – uh, uh, it felt like Christmas for a week now. <laughs> it's been awesome. And, look, not only that, man, the NBA has been terrific, man. The games yeah. have been great. Craziness with the gambling, with the Nets winning outright as a 19-point dog. Uh, yeah, incredible. Spread upset or the third biggest in 30 years. There's been all kind of good stuff going on. And, and that race for the eighth spot in the West 
is getting real interesting as well. All right, so we're going to get to the NBA in a couple of moments. At the time we're taping, we've got lots of breaking news involving college football, which is Brian's wheelhouse for right now. Okay, a couple of things. We see conferences continuing to make announcements. The Big 12 earlier this week announced, yes, we are playing conference mostly, but a plus one uh, also, th- that is similar to what the ACC announced. Of course, the SEC announced after we recorded Three Dog Thursday last week, Brian, we're doing conference only. No plus one, which means no Florida, Florida State, no Clemson, South Carolina, no Georgia, Georgia Tech. Uh, for those matchups, much less those lucrative early season games that are non-conference games, SEC said no. All right, Big Ten has now revealed their schedule as we're taping Three Dog Thursday. Conference games only. No plus one model. They're not playing anybody else. It's a 10-game schedule for every one of the 14 teams. Two bye weeks. The Michigan-Ohio State game moved up from the end of the year now to October 24th on this schedule that's been unveiled. So as a general comment or two, Brian, what do you make here of the Big Ten making their announcement? Uh, well, I'm just I'm trying to study the schedule as I've been looking at it here for, for a few minutes. And um, it's kind of a little harder to figure out, like, who gets the – like, it was easy to break down the ACC. It's like whoever doesn't get Clemson is the big winner. <laughs> it's kind of difficult when you're looking at the Big Ten because, you know, you definitely don't want to play Ohio State, but then, you know, there's Penn State, there's Wisconsin. I mean, I think Indiana is going to be pretty good. I did think Minnesota was going to be pretty good until they got that awful news about Rashad Bateman, their star wide receiver, opting out uh, yesterday. So um, as I'm looking at it, I, I don't really like see a, a team that stands out where I feel like they've got the advantage. I mean, obviously what, what you mentioned about Ohio State, Michigan being early in the year is a little different. But look, I mean, we just got to – I think we'll all be thankful that we're just getting college football on Saturdays, presuming we do. And I, I think that the, the asterisk that will always be by this season and the oddness and stuff, uh, I think we'll get over it, although I am still a little livid that an easy layup, pimp slap, ass-beating of the Knowles by my Gators. <laughs> it is not going to happen. Um, and, and ultimately here, uh, we, we got to get to September and playing the game. So the Big Ten has already announced they're playing conference games Labor Day weekend. Uh, they, they've readjusted. They, Michigan, for example, is hosting Purdue. Ohio State is playing a Thursday night game, Labor Day weekend, which I believe that might be the first Big Ten game that's played is Ohio State uh, and Illinois. Uh, Wisconsin's playing Indiana on Friday of Labor Day weekend as it stands right now as this unfolds. So it's going to take some getting used to. Ten games, and then they will have a Big Ten championship game that will be coming uh, in December, as it stands right now, they're going to play that December 5th. Some of the other conferences are playing later, either on the 12th or the 19th. As it stands right now, the Big Ten will look to play their championship game on December the 5th. So we'll see what happens with that with the Big Ten uh, schedule that is out. I mean, we should also make mention, too, that the Big Ten, and we don't know where this is going to lead, Brian, the Big Ten players, over a 1,000 of them, have put together a petition, a list of demands. They're they're uh, out on the Players' Tribune website saying they have concerns about coronavirus, their safety, and about opting out. The players may have lots of leverage here on this season getting off the ground. So the last chapters are not written 
written on whether they're going to be playing uh, these Big Ten games right now as it stands. So uh, we'll see. Hey, I want a quick opinion from you. The, uh, the announcement also that UConn, which left the American Athletic Conference uh, in all sports, including football, UConn announcing on Wednesday, we're not playing at all as a D1 independent, like some of the others, like Army, like BYU have played as an independent. UConn says we're not playing at all 2020. And I believe, I have strong opinions about what this means, but I want your opinion first. Your reaction when you saw Randy Etzel's Huskies aren't even going to try to play a schedule this year. What do you make of that? I have no reaction because my reaction was like a year ago when they said they were going to drop down to FCS. You remember Edsel had UConn rolling his first tour of duty and it landed him the Maryland gig and nearly landed him the Notre Dame gig. (laughs) He had UConn rolling so well. And then he went to Maryland, had all kind of like crazy injuries, a bad tenure there. He went back to UConn. It's been a nightmare and they're just a non-factor now. When they said they're going back down to FCS, uh, it reminded me of when Idaho and Paul Petrino left the Sun Belt for the same thing, and I kind of just wrote them off as uh, FBS or D1 team. So them canceling doesn't surprise me. I have no reaction. I will, and I, my, my, my reaction was when I saw this, they may never play football again. There is a lot of sentiment sure. – uh, from prominent alumni and donors, we are wasting tens of millions of dollars on football, and why? Uh, because we can still be very successful, economically viable, etc., with the basketball programs, both of them, if they're successful. In the previous model, you know, Big East model, etc., uh, I don't know that they reemerge, Randy Etzel and UConn, with a football program. I, I said back a year ago that it, it was very possible UConn might not be playing football at all within three years. I may now be of the opinion they may not come back and play football in 2021. It may be done. We'll, we'll wait to see because it doesn't affect their deal uh, with the Big East. Uh, and, and it is a uh, an anchor around their neck. We'll, we'll see. And there may be some other programs that are evaluating this same thing, uh, Brian Edwards, about can we afford to play uh, in the non-Power Five, in the, in the group of five, if you will. There may be some programs that are saying if we don't have those huge paydays uh, for out-of-conference games against the big-time opponents, we're we're dying financially here, and we it, it's going to kill us even worse if we try to play a schedule this year. That could be a possibility for some teams coming up. Yeah, I mean, I hope not. I did see the Sun Belt uh, at least uh, scheduled eight conference games. Right, and was hoping to add non-con yesterday, and I you know I hope that doesn't I hope that doesn't happen because you know I would hate for teams like you know like Troy or you know certainly App State and Georgia Southern who've been really good since those two teams since coming into the Sun Belt. I, you know, I hope that those small schools, uh, I hope this doesn't ruin them. Well, we'll see. We'll see who decides what here over the next few weeks. So there's a little college football conversation. Uh, we're going different directions with Brian Edwards of MajorWager.com and Vegas Insider. Follow him at Vegas B. Edwards on Twitter. Great follow. Major Wager Uno, a great follow as well for the odds and everything going on. So, Brian, if you couldn't tell at the beginning, can't wait to talk NBA. We wait no further, my friend. Uh, there's been a bunch going on, including that fascinating uh, Brooklyn cover that you mentioned with the Milwaukee Bucks. And you warned us. You warned our audience here on Three Dog Thursday on the podcast. You've got to be careful about teams 
resting players. And you don't necessarily know when that's going to happen, and they may start resting them in the middle of a game. That factored in with Milwaukee. Yes, they were losing in the first half to Brooklyn, but Giannis didn't play the whole second half because they have it on cruise control right now. Brooklyn ends up winning. What were they officially now? A 19-point underdog? It was like 17.5 or 18. It got up to 19, and they won the game earlier this week. Buyer beware, right? Correct. And so that was uh, on that game was Tuesday, but on Monday it came out. I mean, remember, Brooklyn's got like eight players out. I mean, not just KD and Irving. They got like Dinwiddie out, DeAndre Jordan. They've got like eight players that are out. And so their three best players presently, as they are composed, are Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, and Joe Harris, all three who had big games. Uh, in a win over Washington on Sunday. So Monday it comes out that Brooklyn is going to rest Levert, Allen, and Harris. So essentially they already got like eight guys out. Now their three best guys are out. So it was, they were essentially announcing they were going to throw a G League <laughs> team on the court. And and I it made me look up what the biggest spread in NBA history was, which was in 2008 Boston was a 22.5-point favorite over Miami and so I said when I tweeted that those three, you know, Levert, Harris, and Allen were out for Brooklyn, I'm like, are we going to see the largest spread in NBA history? And then it opened 17 and a half Tuesday morning. It shot up to 19, and I, I tweeted, okay, it doesn't look like it's uh, in danger. Uh, and then Milwaukee had Connaughton and Bledsoe coming back. I figured that Budenholzer might, you know, limit Giannis's minutes or maybe just sit him all together. Uh, but I still didn't want anything to do with laying 19 or even taking 19 with Brooklyn, although I love how my boy Chris Cheese Chioza is playing for Brooklyn. Well, Brooklyn ends up winning outright, which on the money line was anywhere from 14 to 1 to 17 wow. to 1. And it turned out, look, so William Hill in Nevada, a better had 800 on Brooklyn on the money line, paid him 12,800. Wow. Uh, the William. William Hill in New Jersey, a guy put 700 on Brooklyn on the money line at 16 to 1, won 11,900. And then here is the, the big one here. There is a guy at FanDuel who made a $200 money line parlay on Brooklyn, which hit earlier in the day. And then Phoenix, which was plus nine and plus 295 on the money line and Devin Booker hits the buzzer beater. So a $200 money line parlay at FanDuel paid out $12,250 to that sharp gambler. Yeah, and that was the last second shot to beat the Clippers on Tuesday night for the Suns. And that'll kind of morph us into what you're looking at here when you're you're gambling away. Now, we should make mention the Memphis Grizzlies are taking on water. We warned you about that, and I'm a, I'm a, I don't root for the Grizzlies, but I'm a Memphis guy, and I know there's a lot of Memphis friends and colleagues in that market that were very concerned about the resumption here that the Grizzlies were going to have to hang on to that eight spot. They've lost all three games they've played. They've got a significant injury. At the time that we're taping for Three Dog Thursday, they've got to play the Utah Jazz, it's not looking good for the Grizzlies to hang on to that eight spot right now, Brian. Yeah, like like you said, they were potentially getting screwed with the rules how the ninth team, you know, can play itself in, and now they've gone 0-3, and now they've lost Jaron Jackson for the season, 
And Jaron Jackson, so he finishes the season averaging 17.4 points, 4.6 rebounds, 1.6 block shots per game. And for a 6'11 guy, he made 145 trays and shoots 39.4% from three-point land. But to make it even worse, he has been sensational down there. He scored 33, 21, and 22 in the three games down there. So now Memphis is only one and a half in front of Portland, who has uh, Nurkic back, and they have Zach Collins back, and they are playing great. They beat Houston Tuesday night, and the Spurs are two at only two back of Memphis. They're 2-1, and one, even without LaMarcus Aldridge, and their one loss was by two to the Sixers, and now Zion's getting more playing time. New Orleans played bad first two games, but then they win. They're two and a half back. And then there's also Phoenix that's 3-0 and in Orlando in their three games back. So you've got three <laughs> yep. or four teams. You've got Portland, yep. San Antonio, New Orleans, and um, Phoenix that are threatening Memphis that's without Jaron Jackson. And like you said, on, on Wednesday, they're a five-and-a-half-point dog to Utah, and I think they'll lose again there. And so the West is – and I'll take it a step further with Portland – if Portland gets the, you know, ends up getting in, and I think they will, um, all due respect to Phoenix and San Antonio playing well, I think Portland is the team that gets in. I'll take it a step further. They're going to give the Lakers all they want and then some. They'll take them to at least six games, mm. maybe seven. Wow. And without playoff Rondo and without Avery Bradley, I know LeBron can decide I'll stick McCollum or Dame. But I don't know who they think is going to be defending the other. Dame and McCollum are great. And now Portland with Nurkic and uh, Collins, now they've got some interior play. They will be a tough out for the Lakers. Yeah, Portland beating uh, Houston Tuesday night. Portland playing at the time that we're taping on Three Dog Thursday against the Nuggets on Thursday night. Again, this is what the NBA wanted. They wanted some drama and some intrigue around that 8-9 and nine seed. They're getting it, but you really favor the Blazers uh, here to be the team to come out of it when the smoke clears in about a week and a half or so. Uh, and there may be a play-in situation, which we'll explain when the time comes where the 9 and the 8 seed may play a game or play a couple of games to determine who gets in. The, NBA, the NBA's got a lot of contingencies here, but you like Portland uh, as you just said there, to eventually emerge here and maybe even give the Lakers fits if it if it comes to it. Yeah, and look, and not only will that be, you know, the Lakers don't want to be in trouble just to survive that series, but even if they just get pushed to six or seven games, that may play a role in their fatigue two months from now when they're in the West Finals or the NBA Finals. You know, when you're getting pushed that heavily in a first-round series from an eight seed. So, um, yeah, if I'm the Lakers, I, I, don't know, I don't want Portland getting that eight seed. Mm. All right, well, we'll see how that plays out. Another team that you're keeping an eye on, again, as we talk NBA and the resumption, Brian Edwards, MajorWager.com, Vegas Insider. He's got great insight. Again, follow uh, him on social media. Follow MajorWager.com for betting information, and Major Wager Uno is their Twitter throughout the days and throughout the evenings for the NBA conversation. You're keeping an eye on the Orlando Magic, and in particular, the overtotal, them as an underdog. Uh, again, at the time we're taping, they are playing Wednesday night uh, against the Raptors, who you love. So, uh, again, this doesn't help you if you're hearing us on Thursday for Wednesday night, but Orlando about to play Philadelphia and Boston on the weekend. 
You like the over total with the Magic, and you may even like a taste of them as an underdog as well for Three Dog Thursday purposes. Keep an eye on it, right? Well, you know, Orlando, they look great their first couple of games, but then Jonathan Isaac got hurt, so that's a big injury. But the bigger thing betting-wise is the over has now hit in 15 consecutive games going wow. into their uh, Wednesday night game. And hardly any – now, it was, it was kind of a sweat uh, on Tuesday for their game to get over after it looked like it was going to fly over in the first half. They had a slow third quarter – but in the last minute, 26, they had six straight made free throws, a made three-pointer, and uh, a made two-pointer. So it actually went over by uh, three and a half points, but it, it was a little hairy down the stretch. But, um, yeah, or, or I'm not so much um, – I thought Orlando was playing really well, and then Isaac got hurt, and then they got blown out yesterday. So I, I kind of want to see Orlando, how they do Wednesday night before thinking about them – backing them from the side purposes but i am looking and interested in all of their overs um from here on out until we get a couple unders and the magic again with the sixers and the celtics on the weekend they'll be an underdog in both of those games and the magic trying to hang in there for the seven spot they have bypassed uh brooklyn or they're right there with brooklyn for the seven spot uh, right now in the Eastern Conference of the NBA. All right, so a lot of NBA conversation on that. Quick segue, we don't talk a lot of soccer for Three Dog Thursday per- purposes, but I know that your colleague, uh, Blake uh, Von Hagen at uh, MajorWager.com, wrote about this soccer betting controversy with Major League Soccer's resumption and the Cincinnati-Atlanta game. It is worth bringing this up. You've got an article on MajorWager.com about it. Brian, give them the quick recap on the betting controversy and there is a ton of money at stake here with the controversy yeah so you know we talked about that korean controversy a month or two ago and the nevada gaming control board ruled in favor of the books and i kind of thought that was the right decision well it's the opposite on this soccer deal which happened between july 12th and 15th um, there is more than $200,000 worth of money, mostly from FanDuel in New Jersey, uh, that is being withheld. Uh, and then there's, there's one particular guy, his name is Daniel Levy, and he talked to ESPN's David Perdue, and he made a $5,360 bet on FC Cincinnati plus five goals against Atlanta United. <laughs> now, the, the, the price on it was minus 134. So apparently that price was wrong. It should have been like minus 1340 right. rather than minus right. 134. Right, it's an error. Well, and, let's, and let's stop for a second, though, but let's stop for a second. Yeah. Whenever you would see plus five goals in a soccer game where you're fortunate if you score two or three goals in a game, that's a ridiculous number. That is that's the equivalent of getting like fifty points in a college football or college right. or NFL setting uh, to take the underdog. Right when you see plus five goals, so that was the first thing. This guy got down a couple of bets though on the Cincinnati team plus five, including a straight up bet with a, with a goof line. Correct. That's the point. This Daniel Levy guy in New Jersey. Yeah, but and here's the point. Also, he got like he's plus five goals. And FC Cincinnati won outright, one to nothing in the soccer match. So who cares if the price was wrong on plus five goals? He won by six goals. <laughs> and so the $5,360 bet 
and here, let me take a step further. First off, you hadn't been paid on that. And then the teller received approval from the sportsbook supervisor that Levy could actually bet more on it than the 5360 So he bets another 4640 on it. So he's owed ten grand, and it's been three weeks, and FanDuel has not let him know anything. Well, so that, I guy, mean, and again, he stands to make over $200,000 uh, off of no, those no, no. two bets, that, right? No, 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 no. He's just getting paid 10000 but in terms of all of these bets that possibly had gotcha. uh, sportsbook errors on the lines, there's 200000 that hadn't been paid Okay, out. so but let me ask this, though. But let me ask this. Typically, when they make a mistake on these wagers, are they simply able, uh, as a general rule, to void it? And to simply say, we made a mistake? Because that was what the contention was in the Korean Baseball League, because they were still taking bets in that case after the games were started, had already begun, and in some cases had lopsided scores, had been playing for an hour or two. In this case, if the book makes a mistake with what they offer, as a general rule, are they allowed to just say, our bad, we're not going to pay you? No, no, no. I, I mean, look, and that's why the New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement is probing this matter, just like in Nevada. They have the Nevada Gaming Control Board, you know, that that a better can go complain to or that the book can say, all right, we're holding, withholding this for now. You make a ruling on it. So, um, yeah, that, yeah, that's uh, – very interesting. So we'll keep track, and you can read it on MajorWager.com under uh, Cincinnati and Atlanta. That's the story. FC Cincinnati and Atlanta United, uh, where this better Daniel Levy put these bets down, and they took a second bet. That's very damning from where I sit in the amateur armchair here. That's very damning on all of this. Yeah. They took a second bet from it on this. And just real quick, because that out, TJ, that particular guy, Daniel Levy, He's betting at the counter, okay? All those bets in the Korean baseball controversy were bet at the kiosk, and most of these bets at FanDuel for the 200000 were mostly bet at the kiosk. This Daniel Levy cat, he went to the counter, and then the, the teller went and got the supervisor. Yeah. He got permission. For that guy to not be paid ten grand in three weeks is BS. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree because you're dealing with human beings there that are standing right there, seeing what you're offering. And uh, again, different sport. With this is, uh, we're, we're trying not to get too deep in the weeds and the details. But different sports books will offer different lines, Brian. That's the other point too. Uh, sometimes only a small variation, but they will offer different spreads and different lines. And if you can get it for that, sure. that's what you bet. And so your point is well taken yeah. that he's doing it with a human being. Uh, on that. Uh, all right. Anything else for Brian Edwards, MajorWager.com that we did not cover? We covered the college football. We covered the uh, the NBA thoroughly, and now this this one betting controversy. Uh, by the way, I'm a much bigger golf guy than you are. We add to the buffet of all the sports during the day and at night with the PGA Championship. The first golf major is being played this this week in San Francisco. Tiger Woods there with the best golfers in the world. Brooks Kepka. Uh, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, all the big-time names. They're all playing in San Francisco at the PGA Championship, which will be on in prime time because of the West Coast time difference. There'll be a lot of the golf on. Tiger is playing. Uh, interesting, Kepka is the favorite at 10-1. to 1. 
Uh, Tiger Woods at 35 to 1, 33 or 35 to 1, depending on where you're looking. Tiger played a couple of weeks ago at Dublin, Ohio, uh, at Jack Nicholas's uh, Memorial Tournament and did not play very well. And that's the only time he's played Brian since the resumption. So he's got long odds, 33 uh, to 1 on that. So it's interesting that we're going to have golf added to the NBA, added to the Major League Baseball, the hockey playoffs that are going on, the golf during the day. On Thursday and Friday, going to be very interesting to watch, too, if you're into that kind of thing. It is a sports buffet, is it not? It is. Uh, the only thing I have left to add, and I'll, I'll be quick on this, TJ, is uh, you know the deadline to uh, withdraw or stay in the NBA draft ah. this Monday, and we had some big winners like LSU, Trendon Watford, Darius Days, Javante Smart, all chose. Uh, to come back, uh, Luca Garza, who will probably be the national uh, preseason player of the year, decided to come back for Iowa. They're going to be really good. They've got Jordan Bohannon, Weisskamp coming back, and McCaffrey's son is pretty good. And Illinois, uh, their two studs, Io Desunmu. Des- uh, Correct. I you got it right. Desunmu and then Kofi Cockburn. They elected to come back. Baylor's two studs. Uh, Jared Butler and uh, Macy Oteague decided to come back. John Petty, a second-team All-SEC guy, came back for Nate Oates, who brought in uh, some transfers and a really good recruiting class. Um, Now, on the flip side, uh, Stanford got bad news. Tyrell Terry, their freshman, 14.6 points per game last year. He decided to stay in. And remember, they've got that big five-star recruit coming in. And Michigan State, Xavier Tillman, 13.7 points, 10.3 boards, 2.1 block shots per game. He left Tom Izzo's program. Uh, Rick Barnes got a, a big boost with Eves Pons, the reigning defensive SEC player of the year, is coming back. But bad news for Ben Howland and Starkville, Robert Woodard, stayed in the NBA draft, so it's going to be a rebuild for Mississippi State. And Ben Howland, who I thought was unbelievable for them to get there, that was my AD now at Florida, Scott Strickland, he still has not gotten Mississippi State to the tournament, I don't think. That's Uh, correct. You know what? I'm sorry. No, no, I think they did get there two years ago and lost in round one. Yeah, you might be right. He's recruited well, and he hasn't had that much success. And they may or may not, they would have been a borderline situation back in March. They may or may not have been in, depending on what would have happened with the SEC tournament uh, for Mississippi State. Uh, and one other player, the the huge five-star recruit that chose Howard University, McCour Maker, he had tested the NBA waters as well. He pulled his name out. This is a kid that's been playing prep basketball in California. UCLA was trying to get him. Uh, numerous Blue Blood programs were after him. He chose Howard University. University um, in an HBCU school uh, to go and play, and he's going to apparently play this season for Howard and not go to the G League and not go into the NBA draft. So they can read more about those players, the comings, uh, the more or less the returnings of those NBA players at MajorWager.com, and you believe that LSU was the biggest winner on the draft deadline and and the uh, the players coming back to college basketball. Uh, Brian, plug away on where they can find everything. The betting analysis, the odds, the the insight that you guys have with Major Wager. Tell them more about how they find you and how they find it, sir. Yeah, my Twitter handle is at VegasBEdwards. You can find my content at MajorWager.com, and you can find my picks at VegasInsider.com and BrianEdwardsSports.com. 
Thanks, TJ. A lot more to talk about uh, here this last couple of weeks. And uh, enjoyed it, my friend, and have a great weekend, man. Still to come, our video roundtable with Chris Plank out of Oklahoma, the Sooners radio broadcast. He does five days a week in the Norman, Oklahoma market. Also a part of Fox Sports Radio on Sunday nights as well. Love the Plank Show. He's with me on the video roundtable. Vince Ferrara also here on the roundtable from Knoxville, Tennessee. The Sports Animal is the radio station. He's on five days a week there. Uh, you can also uh, catch Vince uh, the, through different MMA pro, uh, play-by-play broadcasts and different stuff that he does with the University of Tennessee. He's hoping for sports to come rolling back in through the SEC. So Chris Plank, Vince Ferrara coming up still on the podcast with the video roundtable. Not just the audio podcast, but find the video roundtable through YouTube as well. And Three Dog Thursday is brought to you in part by MyBookie.ag. We've been so desperate to get the wagers in on all of the different games, and here we go with Major League Baseball starting up, the NBA and the NHL resuming. We've even got the uh, PGA Championship coming this weekend. You can wager on everything through MyBookie, and we've got great incentives for you to do so. That's with our promo code SGP. They're going to match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks if you've never subscribed before with mybookie.ag. So just use the promo code SGP for the Sports Gambling Podcast and the network fleet of shows through mybookie. Bet on anything and everything. And the reasons you want to do that is that when you bet and you win, they pay quickly. You can bet on anything, including live betting of these games that are going on with the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball. Uh, Now that the golf is going on with a major championship this week do all of that through my bookie again remember the promo code sgp for that special deposit bonus if you're a first-time user remember at my bookie the terms are simple you bet you win they pay with mybookie.ag man oh man wasn't it great to see nba back on the hardwood over last weekend and now into this week basketball has got the restart and we're here to tell you the DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports is offering you a shot at a million dollars every day this week if you haven't tried it fantasy basketball is easy to play pick the eight players stay under the DraftKings salary cap pile up the points all the three-pointers the rebounds the assists and much more your chance to win a million bucks right now when everything is going on you download the DraftKings app it takes only a couple of moments to sign up use the promo code spg remember that SPG is the promo code to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes for this week for the NBA startup. Millions of bucks on the line. Now, eligibility restrictions do apply. You can see DraftKings.com for more details. But right now, enhance the NBA viewing experience. The games are on all day and all night while they head to their playoffs. And you've got a chance to win millions of dollars in prizes with who? With DraftKings. Also, Three Dog Thursday brought to you in part by Ace Per Head. Ever thought of using your own sports book, but you don't know how to do it? Well, Ace Per Head is here to help you get everything started. They provide you with an inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer service 24-7, some of the sharpest lines in the industry. This is easy, folks, to utilize Ace Per Head and create your own sports book. They offer live betting, a great mobile experience. It's easy to do. Get started today, and Ace Per Head is offering up to six weeks free if you use our promo code SGP. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP to find out more about the offer to start up your own sports book. It's Ace Per Head. Aceperhead.com and the promo code SGP. 
And Three Dog Thursday brought to you in part by my friends at Smack Apparel and SmackApparel.com. We were telling you last week for the first time about this special baseball offer they've got going on right now with our show. It's exclusive to us. 30% off of all of their pro baseball uh, merchandise and shirts. These are hilarious shirts. Go take a look on the website. Uh, we even did a video uh, last week on YouTube that you can see with Derek Miller of Smack Apparel to see these shirts. The things like if you're a Dodger fan and you're fed up with the Astros. I know the Astros keep getting hit, uh, hit by pitch, hit by pitch, hit by pitch over and over and over again. Well, you can rub it in. If you're a Dodger fan, you've got the Dodger blue Houston is a fraud shirt if you'd like to utilize that. Or if you like it in Yankee colors to get after the Astros, they've got it in the Yankee uh, dark colors uh, as well that Houston is a fraud. Uh, Take advantage at smackapparel.com. And we've got a great promo code MLB2020. Saves you 30% off of any baseball merchandise you buy between now and now. And this Sunday, August the 9th, take advantage of the Mike Trout flattening the curve shirt in the Angels color. If you root for Trout, it's a unique one with his number 27 on it. He's been flattening the curve for a while now in Major League Baseball since 2011. So they've got the flattening the curve. Maybe you like Aaron Judge. How about the Judge? All rise for all of those home runs he's been hitting, including on Sunday night baseball against the Red Sox. He's got the social distancing home run uh, thing going right now, and they've got the shirt at smackapparel.com. Check it out in Yankees colors. Social distancing since 2016 with Aaron Judge. You're going to love these shirts. Uh, all of these different ones, whether you're a Braves fan, uh, a Cardinal fan, uh, et cetera, et cetera, you root for the Red Sox, on and on. Check them out at smackapparel.com. And again, the promo code MLB2020 saves you 30% between now and Sunday. Spread the word. Use that promo code. Get some great discounts on hilarious in-your-face themed shirts. Where else but smackapparel.com and use the promo code MLB2020. The dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is T.J. Reeves. We do roll on here on this edition of Three Dog Thursday. The roundtable is back. I'm looking forward to talking with my guests about college football, the NFL, the NBA, and much more. Quick reminder, if you have not already, find the YouTube page, find the video, because it's a video roundtable. You'll see the mugs of my guests and whatever it is that I look like. Check it out via the Three Dog Thursday YouTube page. Again, if you're just subscribing and hearing the audio only. With that out of the way, let's say hello to our panelists. Chris Plank have been around him. Fox Sports Radio alumni, brother from another mother. Sideline brother from another mother on the Oklahoma Sooners football broadcast. Does a lot of broadcasting work with OU. Brother Plank, good to have you here on the roundtable. Thank you for accepting the invite. Thanks, Mr. Saturday Night. Appreciate you having me back, TJ. <laughs> I was Saturday Night for a while. I don't know if it was Saturday Night Live or Saturday Night Dead or what it was there at Fox Sports Radio. Also smiling here on the Zoom. Again, get the video and find him. He's always smiling. Is Vince Ferrara, who's on five days a week with the Sports Animal, the radio station in Knoxville, Tennessee. Does a lot of different things with their web coverage as well in and around the Tennessee football program. Vince is also a Tampa brother from another mother, displaced in Knoxville. Good to have you, Vince. 
DJ, good to see you and be on with Chris. And it's crazy that we were supposed to cross paths with Chris because I do a lot on the Vol Network and Chris with Oklahoma. But unfortunately, that marquee game not oh. going to happen this year. So uh, sad. No, yeah. so many of uh, of the games and the stuff that we're trying to do with COVID uh, is is jumbled. Hey, let's just begin right there, Chris. Let's start with you first. The Big Twelve finally made the announcement earlier in the week. They're going to do the conference games. But unlike the SEC and the ACC and the Big Ten, or actually the SEC and the Big Ten, and I believe the Pac-12, the Big 12 says we'll do the plus one. We'll let you play at least another school uh, outside of the conference-only games. What do you make of this? What's the talk on your show and in and around Oklahoma about Sooner football? Well, first of all, as I sit here, I got my phone because I'm refreshing constantly because at any moment here, I think we could have this uh, overall new idea, this new conference schedule show up for the Sooners uh, and obviously in that for the rest of the Big 12. But I'm really surprised, TJ, because – and Vince might be able to speak to this better than anyone. I was of the understanding the whole time that Oklahoma and Tennessee were going to do everything that they could to make this game happen. And – um, when the SEC went conference only and then, um, you know, kind of steering clear of that, 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 that shot that to, you know, what? So it was a little bit disappointing because as, as Vince mentioned, we all have kind of looked forward to this and been excited about it, but I can't, I can't even begin to tell you how challenging this has been to make sense of because you think you've got it figured out where you're going to start on August 29th, right? And, and you're going to get a jump start on things and then coming to find out, no, 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 that's not going to be the case. So, Here's what we know, just at least from a Big 12 perspective. They want flexibility in this schedule. So with the 9 plus 1, at least for Oklahoma, depending on what the Big 12 decides, if it's going to be September 19th or the 26th when they start the season, the Sooners will start its season on the 12th if it's the 26th, and the regular start date of the 5th if it's on the 19th. They want a week off after their non-conference game to get testing taken care of and see where they are. So we're still very much in a wait and see. I'm constantly refreshing here for any updates while we're on, but uh, I was, I was a little bit surprised to see him go with the nine plus one, to be honest. I thought they it is interesting. We're all hitting the refresh button and, in there. and trying to figure it out. Yeah. We're all trying to hit yeah. that. And so Vince Ferrara, I guess to you, how surprised were you that the SEC kind of reacted? I mean, first in the chronology last week, the ACC said, okay, we're going, we're playing, we've got Notre Dame and we're going to welcome the uh, the plus one game and the SEC acted like within hours almost and said nope it's going to be conference only for us did that surprise you no because it started to seem really clear to us even though nothing is absolute during this pandemic period as as we all know and Chris alluded to that that everyone wanted to do their own thing so the SEC sort of went full circle initially when you were talking about different scenarios there were uh, there was the expectation that the SEC would go conference only, maybe a nine-game conference schedule with that 2021 crossover. Then uh, started to see reports that would take you in different directions. That no way the SEC is going to play the same number of conference games as the Big Ten or anyone else when they have such a difficult conference schedule. No way would they do that to hurt their college football playoff hopes. But then after, as more time went on and you started to see everyone, the Big Ten made their own announcement, Pac-12 followed. Then you thought maybe those three big other Power Five conferences would work together, which would make sense to what Chris was talking about because there are four SEC Big 12 matchups set up in non-conference this year, just like there were four SEC-ACC non-conference games, prominent ones that were set up with in-state rivalry. So why wouldn't those three 
work together to have that same plus one format. But then when the ACC jumped the gun and they made their announcement of a plus one, to me, I, that's where I thought it would go, and it did end up going that direction. And it, it undermines the ACC because they did a plus one with the anticipation that they were going to have those four rivalry games against those right. SEC schools, and now they have to change course on top of that. And then when the SEC did their own thing, and here's the Big 12 still still hoping, I'm sure, to still have the Tennessee-Oklahoma matchups and the others that were there, the LSU-Texases and others. Uh, when they were left out, then you knew that with you know the number of teams in their conference that they would try to find a way to do a plus one, but you can't have those marquees unless they get together with the ACC. So all these conferences are more important, just want to do their own thing. Yeah. Very true, and so the the interconference, the cross conference matchups are going to be uh, almost non-existent for this year. It's going to be very weird because those have been a staple of the first couple of weeks of the season for decades in college football, uh, for sure. Hey, what do you guys make? Uh, there, there is a growing sentiment. Uh, we made mention earlier in the podcast with Brian Edwards on the audio version of the podcast. Let me say again, if you're only hearing us through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify, through Google Podcasts, come find the video of these male models that, were, that are with me, Chris Plank and Vince Ferrara here. Find the YouTube page, find the social media link with the video of it. So Brian was mentioning on the audio version of the podcast, we were talking back and forth, the players are kind of getting together right now and discussing opting out. And the Big Ten players on the day that we're taping here, have come out uh, in a huge number, in a huge group, and said, we want to be heard about uh, the health concerns and about our situation before we go and play. To both of you, Chris, I guess you first, how concerned are we that you may have these plans, but the players themselves could be in the, in the middle of holding it up because they're not paid professionals like the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, et cetera? Yeah, you know, and, and, and it's interesting to me because whenever I saw the, the Big Ten thing, I thought it was very logical in what they asked for and, and doable things, you know, with what the PAC 12 and their coalition asked for, you know, they're asking for percentages of income and they want all sports <laughs> funded, but then they want a cut of every single dollar that's made. What the big 10 asked for was very logical, but Vince, I, I thought maybe almost by mistake, the big 10 releases this. And then the NCAA comes out with kind of a Lincoln Hawk over the top grip. And they have all of, they finally have some, um, some guidelines. Now there's not universal testing, but the NCAA has some guidelines, which I think, you know, I think guys might be kind of season saving in that matter because, you know, you look at the big 10 stuff and it's about safety. Well, now here you go. The NCAA just basically said, Hey, we're putting this back on your schools and we're giving you the power to call this number. If you feel like things are done wrong and then it doesn't become a report because one guy's upset and goes to a, a media guide and blows up on Twitter. So, I mean, Vince, I thought, you know, as bad as the NCAA has been in time, they kind of – they got lucky in their timing in releasing that today because I thought it answered a lot of the questions the Big Ten had. Vince, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, there's a lot of layers to it, Chris. You're right. And if in terms of the opt-outs, which is, TJ, what you're talking about, that the, the Big Ten is trying to cover themselves where some of those players are trying to, to get more for the safety and the protocol for COVID, and, and those things are good – the NCAA and part of of what they announced is that hey you have to you have to honor those scholarships for 2020 and you won't lose them if you do decide to opt out and that's something that the SEC did 
a few weeks ago, back July 17th, they made that release and said they were going to honor scholarships. They'll keep tabs on it and see if they need to extend it beyond 2021. So that's, I think, a smart move. It obviously opens the door for more kids that aren't feeling safe to make that decision. But guess what? A lot of them are going to make that decision, I think, anyway. So mm. with the story with Colorado State and as much as, as bad as that looks, the these schools have to cover themselves and then you get into the financial part of it. Yeah, the big schools, they can they can afford to pay out scholarships to players that aren't going to play and are opting out, but not everyone's going to be able to afford to do that. So there's just a lot of complications, but at least the NCAA did what it, what is right from a PR standpoint to say, hey, if you're not safe, don't feel safe in your situation, then you need to do it. And and then as far as the testing goes, I, you know, that I think there's going to be wide variance in that too. Not everyone can afford to do the level of testing, even even the minimum, I think, will, will be a struggle for some schools. And then the SECs, the Big 12s, those power programs, they can test more frequently. The Big 10 in their release today, they had the medical protocol. Um, they had in there too that you can test more than just the, the minimum but I still think that 14-day shutdown, that's where you can automatic shut down. You can't test out of it, test negative out of it. I think that's a real complication for the sport as well moving forward. Yeah, well, I keep joking. The one thing that we know during all of this is that we don't know. We keep yeah. coming back <laughs> to we think we know, but then it changes. We don't. It's the common denominator on this. That's the voice of Vince Ferrara. Find him on social media at Vince Sports. Vince on five days a week in Knoxville, Tennessee on the Sports Animal on the radio station there. He's a fun follow, though, because he talks a lot of other things, including MMA and other stuff. Chris Plank is also with me. Follow him at Plank Show on Twitter and social media associated with the Oklahoma football broadcast. You hear him Sunday nights nationally. God help him with Arnie Spanier uh, every week uh, as Chris and Arnie do Sunday nights nationally on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, and again, I remind uh, everybody here that you can find the video version of the podcast uh, here through our YouTube page. So indulge me for one second here, guys, because we're also going to talk about one of our sponsors before we continue on the conversation here. And that is our friends at Smack Apparel. And they've got a great deal going on right now at Smack Apparel with all of their baseball merchandise. Still a few days left in the promo that we've got for the start of the baseball season. These are great in-your-face themed shirts at smackapparel.com, including, for example, the Briceless World Series shirt that we're showing to you. Vince and Chris are seeing this. You guys are hopefully seeing this on the, uh, on the YouTube broadcast. Uh, winning a world championship without Bryce Harper, with him taking the $300 million and going to Philadelphia, it was Bryceless for the, uh, the Nationals. Get that shirt. Maybe you're a Yankees fan and you want to see uh, Aaron Judge social distancing some more baseballs like he's been doing recently. There's the social distancing shirt that we're showing you from smackapparel.com. Maybe you're a Dodger fan and you just hate the Astros and you want to say that Houston is a fraud. Our friends at Smack Apparel have the Houston is a fraud shirt that I'm showing you on the YouTube video. Again, check these out at smackapparel.com. Special promo code is MLB2020. Only good for the Major League Baseball products. Again, if you're shopping the other stuff, the, uh, the NFL that they have, the pro football, the pro basketball, this code is only good for baseball and it's only good through Sunday the 9th. So again, check them all out. They've even got the Mike Trout flattening the curve. Uh, here with all that's going on with COVID. He's been flattening the curve for a while. 
$400 million ball player, much the same way that Plank and Vince Ferrara get paid in radio. So right. smackapparel.com and the promo code again is MLB2020. 30% off your order with that promo code MLB2020 through Sunday for the baseball product and all the shirts. Shop all the shirts. Buy as many as you want with 30% off with Smack Apparel. All right, so we come back on board on screen here with, uh, with Vince and with uh, Chris Plank. So I want to dive into a couple of other things. NFL. Chris, I, I have been joking with Vince even before we started this. He is a Tampa guy uh, now in Knoxville displaced. He has long suffered with the Buccaneers. Yes, a world championship for the Bucs in 2002, but it's been a lot of lean before that and after that. But Vince Ferrara, we actually – I'm going to go back to the video here. We actually do have the, uh, the video in this instance of, uh, of what we saw before with Tom Brady. It is a reality. Here it is, boys. Tom Brady – actually out at Buccaneer practice, having signed with the New England Patriots earlier this week at Buccaneers practices. Their training camp has not begun. There it is, Vince. Tom Brady, for the first time in Buccaneers shirt and shorts, throwing to the receivers this week. It is a reality, Vince. There's Mike Evans catching a pass from Tom Brady in a practice. What do you make of this, Vince? Yeah, it uh, is hard to believe. Even when they put out all the Brady in the Bucks uniforms, even that was hard to really still – understand and comprehend seeing him on the field that that is a another step towards the reality of him being on the field but hey we got to get the season in and then I think some people it'll finally sink in when they see him trot out and get that first snap under their belt because you know during the process TJ it was like even when the news was coming out it seemed like a foregone conclusion a lot of people didn't want to jinx it and they're holding their right <laughs> just just still hard to to feel that this is actually a real thing but that video helps you with it at least for right now that's all we right. have to go on. now plank is a raiders guy and the raiders are going to going to go to vegas the bucks are allegedly playing the raiders in vegas if everything holds up with the nfl schedule there's been some talk they might nix the interconference games here we go again afc and nfc hopefully that doesn't happen bucks to play the raiders in vegas but no fans chris plank for the first year in vegas this is just truly weird right now in the nfl yeah. i guess in some ways we got to be appreciative of uh, take what you can get right now right yeah you're in the mode where you're happy if you get a season right and you know i'm i'm a hopeless romantic when it comes to the raiders every year i think this is our season i think i thought that when aaron brooks was their quarterback to tell you how hopeless I am. But it, it's unfortunate because, I mean, with the acquisition, well, the drafting of Henry Ruggs and Brian, and Brian Edwards, and, you know, they did some things on defense to where they actually have some linebackers. You, you know, there's, there's reason to hope that they're not going to suck this year. You know, they might actually right. be more competitive than they've been. You bring in Mariota to back up Carr. But, you know, it's fascinating that, you know, you guys are jazzed about Tom Brady. I thought for a point that I'd be pretty jazzed about Tom Brady because there were the rumors about the Raiders and where he might go. But I, I, I say this, and obviously, TJ, you cover the NFC South closer than anybody. As much as I could sit here and talk for hours about the Raiders, I think the NFC South is the most fascinating division in, in the NFL this year. You know, you look at Brady back with the Bucks. You know, who knows what Matt Rule is going to be able to do with McCaffrey and, and Bridgewater right now. Is this the – final adios for for Drew Brees and listen Matt Ryan's a couple of years removed from a pro uh, from an MVP season so I mean and, and they basically gone and got every washed up first round pick available in Atlanta so I'm just fascinated by what you guys are getting ready to cover all season long in the NFC South 
Yeah, it's a good point. Todd Gurley coming from the Rams yep. back to Georgia. Yeah, Vince saw him uh, much of the time with Georgia and Tennessee and that rivalry. And Gurley now a Falcon, if a lot of people don't realize that, uh, back there in Atlanta. So it will be, yeah, it'll be fascinating in that division. And by the way, the Buccaneer first game is supposed to be in New Orleans, all things being equal against the Saints and Drew Brees. And then a Sunday night game later in the year with the Saints as well as part of the division uh, alignment. So let's see what happens with the NFL. couple more moments on the roundtable, on the video roundtable here. It's part of Three Dog Thursday. You're hearing the voices of Chris Plank and Vince Ferraro with us on the audio podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find the podcast, through our friends at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and their slew of shows, their website. Uh, however you're hearing us, come find the video podcast. One more subject to cover, and that's the NBA. Brother Plank is in Oklahoma, where the Oklahoma City Thunder are playing uh, currently in the resumption of the NBA season. So we were talking earlier about them on the podcast before you came on. What about the Thunder? Because we're, we're taking a look at them on the video uh, right now, uh, getting ready uh, to play a couple of significant games on uh, Wednesday, actually, of this week. The Thunder are playing against the Memphis Grizzlies. Big game for both. We talked about that earlier. We don't know that result right now as we're taping on Three Dog Thursday. But the Thunder followed that up with a couple of very winnable games, uh, guys. Uh, actually, the Thunder, I'm sorry, playing the Lakers, I believe it is. Yeah, the yeah, Thunder Lakers playing the Lakers on Wednesday. I got ahead of myself. And then on Friday, the Grizzlies, and then on the weekend against the Wizards. Thunder currently in about the sixth spot, Chris Plank. What do we make of, of how they're doing so far and their playoff chances? Well, you know, it's interesting because – we are a very spoiled city as far as uh, the Thunder are concerned. You know, they uh, they come to town and suddenly they have this awful first season and then they never look back. <laughs> They've been, right. I mean, Oklahoma City Thunder fan has been born on third base, to be honest with you. But with all that said, with all that laid out, you know, this is – I was trying to pull up the standings. This is a fascinating race in the NBA's Western Conference between yep. about – three and six because you know you look at the thunder right now they're only two and a half games out of that three seat now again two and a half games with uh what are we at like six to five go. to play five or five six to, to play, play right yeah. not good not good but still the possibility so you're looking at a team right now who's only a half game out of four um it's just it, it's been amazing we're even in this position guys because this team was supposed to be team tank whenever they lost Russell Westbrook, whenever he got traded and Paul George went to the Clippers and they, they've got first round picks for like 20 years, but Shea Gilgis Alexander has been better than expected. And you know, really the key here is Chris Paul has been the old Chris Paul and not like the old guy, like the old Chris Paul. So they, I think they've got as good of a chance as anyone to get out of the first round, uh, but it's been fun because I think everyone was ready to tap out on them this year. And they've really put together a nice season, TJ. They've been a fun young team to follow. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on the Thunder. Vince Ferrara, you watching the hoops here? I mean, there's a big battle uh, for the eighth spot in the West, and, and it may end up even being a play-in situation for the eight and the nine team before it's over. Um, I don't know if you have allegiance. I can't remember to the Orlando Magic, who are actually breathing and alive in the playoffs, Vince, or if that's been stamped out from all their years of losing as well for you. What, what about the NBA? You watching a little bit of this? Love it. I've been watching almost all of it, and it's been great because just like with the NHL, it's on our TV during the day. 
And we have options now, especially when you have baseball, hockey, and NBA all on weekdays. I mean, it, it is a really nice feeling right now and one that I'm not taking for granted since we went so long without sports. But I love it. The NBA has been so successful, like the NHL, in terms of the bubble and not having issues with COVID within that. And I, I like the quality of play. It hasn't been perfect, but there's not quite as much complaining to officials uh, there, the conversations are, are, there's more audio there where you hear them more. So I think some players are more reluctant to get out there and, and <laughs> right. really address the officials. So that's been good. And, and just a quick thing on the Thunder. I think the key there is to make sure that they're a six seed or better. Because if you end up Great. in that seven spot, then you get the Clippers in the first round. And that makes it much more difficult. So if they stay in that middle range, three to six, I, I think they should get through the first round. been so impressed with what Chris Paul's been able to do to galvanize and keep that team together when it looked like, like Chris said, that they were, they were going to tank this year. He's been a fantastic player for the better part of about a decade uh, at, at uh, right around six feet tall. So it's, uh, it's tremendous to watch him play. Billy Donovan, obviously, still there, has, has been named co-coach of the year earlier this week. We'll see what the Thunder can do with those remaining games. We know what these guys can do, and I promised you we would get this done and get it done quickly, and they have helped out. Uh, find Chris Plank again on social media at Plank Show on Twitter. Hear him out of Norman, Oklahoma, and his daily five-day-a-week show, uh, in Oklahoma. Also hear him, thank God, on the Oklahoma Sooners broadcast. And it looks like we are going to get some college football to hear Chris on those. And hear him one more place on with Arnie Spanier, making sure that Arnie uh, keeps it in the straight and narrow. Sunday nights nationally, Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. Uh, Chris, thank you. I appreciate you hopping on board here, brother. Thank you, guys. And I'm sorry I was running late. Uh, craziness in trying to make sure we get a Big 12 schedule. The man, but... the man is in the middle of a move, and he's even joining us, too. Yeah, we don't <laughs> see all the cardboard boxes. I'm look, That's the back. That's the close. Oh, okay, the, the boxes are around. That's, good. that's a good pan. Good, good work there with the camera. Vince Ferrara, thank you for being on uh, with us here. Five days a week in Knoxville, Tennessee on the Sports Animal. Follow him at Vince Sports. Always a treat to have you, my friend. Yeah, great to talk to you. And if you go to our website, 991thesportsanimal.com, just go to the blog section. I have a blog on those two models to add the ninth and 10th game for the SEC. They haven't announced that part of it. We'll took a deeper dive into those scenarios, and maybe people will enjoy checking out either the crossover or the strength of schedule. So take a look at that in the blog section on our website and have fun with it. A fantastic plug there. And again, if I didn't say it, follow him at Vince Sports. My thanks also to Brian Edwards on earlier in the podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. Find the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and check out our video roundtable every week. For now, we are done. Enjoy the games all this weekend, whether it's the NBA, whether it's Major League Baseball, the PGA Championship. We got a golf major this weekend. Chris, a big NASCAR guy. We couldn't even cover right. that. On the, on the roundtable, we got all the sports back, and we're happy about it. Thank you for being with us on Three Dog Thursday. Bye.